Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Energy for Sales podcast. Tim Hooper and David Offen, your host, where we believe if you're not having fun in sales, you may be doing something wrong. Sales should be a lot of fun. Today, we are excited to have on somebody. Listen, if you're in Nashville, you have to go connect with this guy. If you're in real estate, you need to be around this guy. He's an influencer. He is a licensed attorney at Rowe Title and Escrow. Brad Bald joins us. Man, this guy counsels clients in various commercial residential transactions every day. And uh, and, and it, he shows up on Zoom, great. But when you meet him in person, he, he, he brings warmth and confidence to your team. You know, prior to join, joining the title company, uh, Brad worked in the entertainment and business law firm. So here's the deal. If he's been in entertainment, you know you've got to be around him already. There you go. And, uh, and he helped artists and songwriters and business professionals navigate complex legal issues. So he's had the experience um, from Annapolis, Maryland. Originally, he graduated University of Baltimore School of Law with honors, uh, which is which is saying so much. And uh, and Brad is just well versed in all aspects of the real estate transaction. Uh, so prior prior to uh, graduating from the University of Delaware with a degree in psychology, Brad played Division One basketball. Okay, there you go. There's the height thing at the University of or for the University of North Carolina Wilmington. All right, so don't hold that against him if you're not a North Carolina Wilmington fan. Um, now, when he's not counseling clients, uh, Brad helps run Bald Brothers Productions, uh, where he creates and you need to go on YouTube and check these out. Uh, he produ- creates and produces a variety of short films and videos, and and really that's Brad. That's where um, I connected with you online over with some of your video content. And just the great job you do there um, in in business and standing out, and so that that's what how we kind of had that attraction online and connected here, and then uh, and then thanks for giving back. I mean, he is also a Rule Thirty One mediator in the state of Tennessee. So um, Brad, man, I, I, I can't fit it all in. I try to skip over and get the pertinent stuff. I probably missed something, but man, welcome aboard. What an awesome intro, Tim. Thank you for that. Did I get? I, feel, I, I, I just feel infinitely better after that intro. Hey, you did such a great job. <laughs> Man, I'm pumped. I'm, I'm so glad that we linked up on LinkedIn not too long ago and doing this podcast today. You know, it's interesting. So we talk at Energy for Sales about bringing in a CPA in your sales. You know, we're a lot of times as sales professionals, we're all over the place. We hit it hard one time of the month and then kind of get busy, coast here, go to a mixer here, and we're just kind of scattered. So with the CPA, we talk about consistency, proactivity, and accountability and you brought up linkedin right we could just start right there like how do you stay i reached out to you or you reached out to me i forget anyway we got together we took that into a, a virtual coffee we talked we we built a connection relationship and now a friendship and you know and, and so and here we are right um but you don't know until you try something you don't connect with people unless you are in a proactive posture i wanted to interview you today because as a leader in title, you also bring huge business to your title company. You're you're a you're a producer. You're 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 all you're a great attorney. You're a producer, um, but but you bring value to real estate agents and you stay in that proactive posture. I wanted to drill into Brad's mindset today, and say, listen, and, and a lot of you listening to this, you're going to be a real estate agent who's who who has a lot of busy work to do, and just like Brad does, just like I do. You may be listening to this as a uh, a settlement agent who is also tasked with growing business. You may be an office manager and you're tasked with growing the business. So you have multiple hats to wear. 
it is easy to, to get into a reactive slump. We all do it. So I wanted to drill into Brad and we're gonna take this conversation wherever Brad wants it to go. But Brad, with all the hats you wear, how do you stay in a proactive posture mentally and physically carrying out those activities? Such a great question. You know, I think the first the first thing that comes to mind is you want to do something that not other people in your industry are doing, right? Mm -hmm. I think real estate agents have done such a great job over the years. I mean, five to 10 years since Instagram, Instagram has become, you know, a huge platform as well as LinkedIn for staying active with videos, listing videos, photos, closing photos, you name it. I mean, you, everybody can go on their Instagram and find, you know, one of their friends from high school, one of their friends from college or one of their associates now that are pretty active on Instagram um, or Facebook because that's where they generate their business. So for me, it it was not necessarily frowned upon, but no attorney was doing it when I first started. You know, it was either, all right, well, maybe I'll have a side LinkedIn presence and post a few articles here and there, maybe write an article for um, this bar journal and, and see what happens from there. Because, you know, when it comes to putting out your content, it doesn't come off as actually a very professional thing to do. So I kind of wanted to change the landscape of that. And, you know, after putting out a couple of videos, you start to get hooked. And I started to very much enjoy the <laughs> yeah. process of, you know, finding a piece of value, talking about it, yeah. having it portrayed to the world in an entertaining way and seeing what would happen from it. You know, if I put it out there and a few people like it, Great. I'm hopefully adding value somewhere somehow. But over time, I started to notice that other real estate agents, lenders, developers started to reach out, started to follow me. And I started to reach out to them because they look at my profile and say, well, I've never seen a title attorney post these videos and post these closing photos. And, you know, one thing attractive about our office, which is not it doesn't have anything to do with me, but it has to do with our office on Music Row is we have, we're a hybrid sports entertainment firm. So you walk into our conference room where we do all the closings and you have a lot of the record plaques on the wall for mm-hmm. clients that our firm, as well as us, our, me and the other real estate attorney have worked for. So it creates that fun Nashville Music Row vibe. And right. if you're an agent, you want to give them that experience when they move to town. So that was, kind of an easy way for them to say, hey, let me go out to coffee with this guy. Let's yeah. see what happens. Yeah. And you just kind of do that over time. And, you know, if, if I look over the past three to four years, some of the people that I've had either reach out to me via a cold message on LinkedIn or Instagram, yeah. or I've done the same thing to them, they have become very big clients or very close friends. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's what you get from it. You know, it's not always like, oh, hey, what what can you do for me? What can you do for me? Let's go to business. Like, how can we help each other grow? Yes, yes. Uh, you know, it, I, I love what you said. So staying in a proactive posture, you took us to finding a piece of value, talking about it, sharing it with the world, which in turn creates attraction and pretty much following up with those people who are connecting with your content. That's, that's why I'm hearing like, and you're doing it all in a different way. You're not just going through the standard, um, I guess, 
communication platforms that may not generate that result you're looking for. Correct. So, so, you know, you talked about the article or whatever, not saying you can't have somebody type up some show notes from, from your video and submit them to Inman article or, you know, some housing wire or whatever. I know people who do that all the time. It's very effective. But what you're saying is you're not going to spend your time in a, in a medium of communication that's not generating connection. So, but, but to stay in a product posture, I love it. You, you basically have initiative here. So number one, finding a piece of value, talking about it, sharing it with the world, creating that attraction and simply connecting with people who are finding value in it. And you're building a community in essence. So, wow. So, so this is not just grinding it out, connecting with people um, just to, just for the sake of connecting. This is enjoying something, creating value and then connecting with people who already found value. Do you find that that incentivizes your proactivity by doing something you enjoy? 100%, right? You know, I'm not gonna lie, I go through funks. I go through social media funks where, you know, I'll be in the rhythm of posting videos or, you know, sharing closing photos. And what am I doing? For the next hour or so, I'm on my phone. I'm engaging in messages. I'm I'm seeing how many people viewed. I'm, I'm, I'm engaging with comments on the video. And it gets overwhelming, right? You know, and I step back and I question like, well, why am I doing this if it causes me so much anxiety? But the thing is, is I, I don't have to be spending so much energy after I make the post, right? And that's something that I've been working with, you know, personally is, all right, let's, let, let's go back to why you were doing this in the beginning, right? Is to put out value and you yeah. also enjoy creating yeah. these various forms of content. So if you, if I have this great video, that's 45 seconds long, I can post it, but I can post it and let it be right. You know, I, I'll eventually engage, but I don't have to necessarily sit there, you know, for the next day or two days and seeing how much traction it got. Right. Yeah. And yeah. just be constantly obsessed over that because that's going to take me into a downward spiral, right? Yeah. If I post it, just know that I'm putting value out there. And if even one person reaches out and says, Brad, I liked what you have to say, then I did something right. Yeah. David, I mean, man, similarly to the podcast, right? I mean, I see your wheels turning. What are you take? What are you picking up on this? I mean, Brad's spot on. And we can get overwhelmed and consumed with what we've created and then go see the byproducts of that. If you're putting value out there, if to Brad's point, if one person, Tim and I do the podcast, if no one listens, we're, we're kind of okay with it. We're doing it to sharpen our own saws. Um, you know, so people do get lost in, in, you know, okay, what are the fruit of, fruits of my labor? Well, if you're looking for just helping the world, we do it to help sales in general. If people get it, they get it. And if they don't, they don't. Um, we want to have value. We want to have a community. And I'm sure you've built a strong community. Um, very good. That's where my wheels were turning. It's exactly, it's, it's being pure. It's being, I'm doing this because it's for the good of the industry or the good of, you know, people in the industry. Um, so initiating something and, and David, I love what you said, whether we have an audience of a thousand I and mean, we've had some podcasts drop and it's, you know, somebody like Brad will take and share because he's shared some nuggets here already. He's going to share more and his entire 
group of real estate agents who love and and and, and maybe somebody hasn't even sent him a deal yet, but they're going to hear this podcast and be like, I've got to work with Brad, right? He's going to take this and drip it out. So maybe a thousand people hear it because Brad drips out. Maybe it's one we did and we highlighted somebody and maybe 10 of their people in their network heard it. You're exactly right, David, because you and I, by doing the podcast, sharpened our saws when it's you and me. When we bring Brad on, he teaches us something we learn, right? So it's it's value that works for us. So Brad, you, you said it, you're initiating something. So to stay proactive, number one, I'm taking, you got to initiate something. Somebody said your sales career is what you make of it. If your company doesn't have all the resources, create some. It's not hard in today's world to create sales resources, to highlight your company, to get out, to stand out in the marketplace. Brad, what are some other ways, just quick bullet points of ways the row title stands out in the marketplace? I mean, I know you got video. What are you doing to elevate your team and help stand out in the marketplace? You know, I, I don't want to sound, you know, cliche because a, a lot of businesses say that, but I think it's extremely important in the real estate world is just communication, right? You know, we're a boutique title company. And what that means is we're not trying to have over 40 to 50 closings a month right? We don't want to be this massive power because we're a small team. You know, it's me and one other real estate attorney. We have an escrow officer, a transaction coordinator, and a legal assistant. So we're not trying to house 100, 150, 200, you know, right. uh, closings each and every month. We just don't have the bandwidth and we can't give them what we promise, right. you know, because what I will always tell agents, you know, I, I want to have a relationship with the agent if they're going to be sending us purchase and sales. I do not want to show up to the closing, uh, to the conference room and have never met the agent before, right? You know, I want to make sure I've developed rapport. I want to make sure that they have my phone number. Same yeah. with the lender. If they're trying to send me, if they're trying to send a refinance to us, we want to stand out through the refinance process because, you know, there's a refinance is not as attractive as a purchase as someone buying their first home. It's just, a, it's just, a, you know, they're getting a, a reduced interest rate and they're saving a lot of money, which that's something to celebrate. So yeah. we can add value by kind of adding that closing experience plus the communication. But, you know, if the lender has any questions up until the closing room, I always have the number. If it's something that they can ask real quick via text to me, do it and chances are I'll be able to respond right away, right? Yeah. There's no need. I mean, you know, our, our girls can pick up the phone and answer right then and there. It's, you know, it's only three people, two people that you're gonna be dealing with, you know, but if it's just a simple, easy question that you need, don't hesitate to send me a text, right? And, you know, I, I, I don't know how many other, comp, not just title companies, but other businesses are doing that, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of the complaints I hear is, well, I tried. I can't. I could never get in touch with the attorney. He was always in a meeting. I left a message, but that person wasn't assigned to that attorney. Yep. So I have no way of getting in contact with mm. him, right? And that's. And obviously, that opens up the door for, you know, clients ringing you off the hook. I think yep. there is boundaries, right? Yep. Like you know, I, my, the agents and lenders and developers. I, you know, hopefully there's a respect level that it's not, you know, Friday night and. Um, in a different state at a wedding and they're texting me at 9 45 saying call me back asap asap right you know well, i mean and and david this is interesting so we're talking about proactivity and brad's talking about the level of clientele and we talk about targeting all the time and and picking your clients david talk a bit about how that frees you up i mean so many people get get caught in that reactive posture they slide from proactive to reactive because we're spending 80% of our time 
with the folks who are only generating 20% of our revenue, right? And, and they're the time wasters. And it's like, we might need to do some pruning here, guys. So how does targeting and proactivity go together, David? Well, when Brad was talking, I was thinking about a few things. And, you know, we talk about setting proper expectations. And, and you're right, Brad. If, if someone has ignored you for, for two years and then they're blowing you up, at, you know, on the weekend in the evening, expecting um, immediate response, I, I don't that that's not fair and it's probably not somebody you want to work with anyway so it's a great it's a great test it's a great litmus test uh we have had a really good podcast really right out of the gate with with janelle um rosenbaum and and she talked about that the other thing when you were talking about you know not babysitting the content and just waiting for something we have to you people have to be a little bit careful not many people are using video you use it very well tim uses it effectively um, got a personalized video about two months ago from someone that might be able to help us in our market development efforts. And it was personalized. She'd gone on the website, she did a podcast, all this stuff. And it intrigued me. So I emailed her back. Hey, great to, you know, thanks. Thanks. Uh, I'm jammed up for the next two weeks. If you could call me this, if you could, if you don't hear from me by the end of July, please reach out to me at the beginning of August. I mean, I gave her the parameters, nothing. So we have to, so we don't need to babysit, but we don't need to leave the baby in the crib um, yeah. screaming either. So, um, but setting those proper expectations and, and any, again, anyone that, that is going to expect your time that has ignored you for a long period of time that, you know, busy people are busy. They're going to have priorities. And if they don't understand it, then again, it's probably not the right fit. It's not somebody that you're going to want to do business with or enjoy. And it's about having, you know, fun in those relationships. Tim, I don't think I answered your question, but I want uh, you, you, you did and you took it even deeper. So that's perfect. Brad, you were about to say something. Yeah, I was just about to say, David, I might steal that from you. I like how you said babysitting your content. Because uh, I think that's that's such a good way to frame it, right? You're kind of, you know, micromanaging and you're staring at it. You're looking at the con you're looking at the comments. You know, you're 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 checking to see if other friends and colleagues and agents of yours have reshared it. Have they sent you texts about it? Has members of your team commented, right? And 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 what are you doing? You're just wasting useless energy to that. Now just I fall it. prey into the FOMO as well. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at LinkedIn. He's looking at my profile. Now that's not really productive. Right. It might only be five seconds on the other work I'm going to do there, but you had five seconds up, you know, it's, it's a half a minute a week and you know, you can run the numbers. Exactly. Um, it, it is like kind of building a statue of yourself and just watching it. Like, right. Oh, right. Aren't I, yeah. you know, it's not proper English, but aren't I pretty? <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Right. Right. I always said this too. Um, and I love, I love this. Stay proactive by initiating, guys. Stay proactive by standing out. Um, and, and now we're talking about stay proactive by targeting. You know, we're talking about content. You know, people say content is king. I always ask the question, well, is it really? Um, I think properly placed content is king because then you're not babysitting it. You know you delivered it to the people who value it. Um, and, you know, in yes, while you're building some social influence or whatever, you may have a, I have a general inspirational channel where I just drip out inspirational stuff and that's you know my book and that's i speak at keynote inspirational speeches and that's who i am at a deep human spiritual level but when it comes to title industry and like sales coaching there's a there's a facebook group 
energy for sales that we drip content in because those people join that group to say, I want to learn to sharpen my sales song. So I think properly placing your content is also key. And that's why Brad, you talked about using video, right? As opposed to just some, some um, post or some journal magazine it, because it stands out. Um, so properly placing your target you or, or your content, I think that's the key. And then you don't have to babysit it. And, and, and really then too, also having that close and that ask or that invite in, you know, so as you're ending your content, it's like, hey, join me over here in this or the party's over here, join me. Well, if they join you over there, you know that they it resonated and they want to stick around. So right. just being more clear in that ask. So I think properly targeting, stay proactive by targeting. I think that's, uh, we're not talking about football targeting here, just targeting. Yeah. <laughs> him that's funny so uh that, this is awesome i it, just never enough time really i mean to unpack this i want to wrap up with some golden nuggets though so um really quickly um so mindset okay we talked about a lot of the doing the standing out the the, the initiating something creating value talking about it the targeting how do you get up when you're in that funk or how do you change shift out of that funk right when you find yourself, you just don't want to, you, you don't want to pick up the phone and call the next person. You've had a rough day or, you know, is this really paying off? I've called that top producer nine times. Does the 10, will the 10th time really count? How does Brad get his mindset right to stay proactive? Love that question because that's something that's, you know, hit me for the past year and a half, especially since, you know, uh, COVID erupted because, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not the only one that goes through these funks. And, you know, I do my share of following the podcasts, the videos and reading the books of all the, the top influencers, the, uh, the public speakers, the psychologists, psychiatrists, you know, you name it, the, 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 the people that are speaking about anxiety and depression all day, every day, yeah. and they go through funks. They question their job you know, just like I do. And I think it's very important that we're self-aware of that, right? I do a lot of meditation and a, a lot of deep diving. And it's important to understand that, okay, well, that's a feeling, that's a thought. It probably originated from me having a really bad day. Yeah. Or I may have not worked out in the past two or three days. And that could be contributing to my lag because that happens a lot. If I'm not consistently moving my body, yeah. I will start to feel it physically and mentally. Yeah. So I, I just, you know, I kind of let myself experience the feelings and not try to jump out of them right away. Understand that they happen and just try to have a better, just start the next day, you know, as a, as, as a new beginning and just hope and, Pray that I can maintain on a on a strong foot. And if I do go, if something does go wrong, it's not the end of the world. It's yeah. not going to mean that I need to jump ship and find a different career because right. it's not the one that is right in line with my purpose. Right. Right. Like we have so many hours of the day. There's so much stuff that we can be doing. Yeah. St strong strong points. I, I really like that you said. You know, start start another day. Just start another day. And, you know, throughout this entire podcast, I picked up on something and it's you enjoy and you you, you do. I, I shouldn't say you enjoy what you're doing. You do enjoy what you do. But I, I picked up you do what you enjoy. Like if you enjoy what you're doing, being a real estate attorney, why not do 200 deals a month? Because you enjoy it. Right. But you you decided, no, I'm going to do 
what I enjoy. And enjoy is more of a boutique experience, being able to text my clients, being able to be there for them, actually creating space for myself to go out and create content and share it with the world because I enjoy that. And so I'm telling you guys, we start the podcast off by saying, if you're not having fun, you may be doing it wrong. If you're feeling some burnout, maybe back away from what you're doing for a second, just back away from the picture and ask yourself, are you doing what you enjoy? You should enjoy it. I mean, we're in sales for goodness sakes. We should enjoy connecting, but why do we have such a fear of picking up the phone? Or why do we have such a fear of getting out and connecting with somebody, you know, somebody new or whatever? We kind of get into that reactive slump of, hey, I brought on these 10 big accounts. They all love me. That's probably all the people in the world that are going to love me. We get into this like internal stuff. No, there's like 10 more that will love you just as much. You know, just stay in that proactive posture stay in that mental game of hey i have more to learn i have more to give and i love what you said brad you don't have to get it perfect you're gonna mess up you're gonna have those mistakes percent giving yourself that grace just to get right. out and have fun with it exactly i mean there's 24 hours in a day right and you know one of the biggest revelations i've had recently is okay well there's some aspects of my job that i really do not enjoy doing but at the end of the day, you know, most people don't enjoy every single aspects. The aspects that I do enjoy with the business development, the closings, getting to meet the agent, getting to meet the lender, going yep. out to the events, right? Uh, engage doing podcasts like this. Like yeah. that certainly outweighs diving into a title abstract for 40, <laughs> 50 plus years and looking at old, you know, deeds of trust and liens and encumbrances on on real estate. Um, so I just have to put that into perspective and understand like, okay, that's just a small aspect of the day, right? I have so much of the other day, other hours of the day to go out, grow the business, go work out, meditate. You know, there's so many other avenues that I can portray. I don't have to just sit here and say like, oh, you know, that was just a rough 30 minutes. Do I want to do that for the rest of my life? Because like, if I consistently do that, I'm going to consistently go down that downward spiral every right. single day. Right. We it's super strong. I'm, I'm gonna, David. Would you add anything to this before I ask Brad the closing? Well, I just, well, I, I just think Brad's spot on. I mean, we're not robots. Brad has, from what he shared, really solid ways to center himself. Whether that's working out, whether that's meditation, probably some other things. And I think that in those times, you know, you you have to get centered again uh, as a person. And, you know, we all have to eat a little bit of broccoli. My family loves broccoli, so it's not a bad thing. So, but if the broccoli portion of your plate is more than the stuff you really want to eat, now that's a different decision. But I like the way Brad mentioned, you know, he had this stuff, the little bit of stuff gives him the luxury of doing all these things that he enjoys doing. Yeah. Yeah. But again, if it, if the scales are tilted the incorrect way, then that's a different decision. Now, as Brad continues to grow, he might go hire someone that does this, does the stuff he doesn't like to do, and then he's not gonna like managing them. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly, right? You gotta be ready. Um, so it's always something, something different, but fantastic. I, you know, more people need to need to have the mechanisms and, and lean on those mechanisms for centering because we, we all have we all have those days. Um, I don't know that Tim does, but most of us do. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm getting into real estate, right? And I want to be that top producer. Brad, what advice would you give a real estate agent right right, right now? Somebody who's currently using the row title, somebody who 
um, who, who needs to be using the road title, and I'll put that plug in. Um, what, what advice would you give them right now to, to go generate new business, new attraction in the market, how, how to stay proactive? What, what, what advice would you give them right now? Be open to meeting anyone and whomever. They do not have to be somebody that's kind of thinking about buying or selling real estate, right? It doesn't have to be that prime slam dunk client. You know, a lot of my, speaking from the real estate perspective, a lot of clients that uh, I've gained years have happened very organically. People that I've met in totally different industries that I never thought in a million years that we would be doing business or they would refer me to somebody. But I was a nice guy. I was kind. I kept in touch. You know, I was always friendly when I saw them. So I think a lot of the times people are in the mindset is like, all right, well, I don't know if I want to meet with that person because I don't know if it's going to best serve me. You know, I'm in real estate, but, you know, that person's in, you know, uh, medical device sales. So they might not, you know, they're not buying a house. So I'm not going to go meet with them. You never know what that relationship can unfold to. Like be yeah. meeting everybody at all times, just always. And, and even if you're an introvert, you know, there's still ways for you to go out and meet people, especially yeah. in social media. Day. I mean, if you're an introvert, you may be a very talented writer, you know, put out a bunch of uh, start a blog, write a bunch of content and engage with the people that are engaging with that content. And you can form relationships from there. But it doesn't have to be that instant slam. Yeah. Of a referral. Yeah. Super strong. Be, don't be that guy, David. Be a go-giver instead. And it, when you have a go-giver mentality of just being a connector in your industry, like uh, what does Michael Mayer, one of these guys, Ryan Buffini say, be the local mayor, right? Just just be a connector and a resource and go out there and meet everybody. Guys, that is strong, Brad. You, you just you dropped that. It's a microphone drop right there, folks. So um, this has been a lot of fun. I know we kept you over just a little bit. So thanks for, thanks for staying on. Um, and uh, guys, lean in. Uh, if you're not... If you haven't joined our group yet on, on Facebook or LinkedIn, um, just search Energy the Number Four Sales um, on either platform and join the group. Um, we put content in there. You can follow the podcast. And, and if you're in Nashville, please, please, or the surrounding area, connect with Brad. And um, he's on LinkedIn. You'll love his videos, by the way. So, Brad, thanks again, man. What a pleasure. Awesome. Tim and David, thank you both. This was a blast. Let's do it again soon. Yep, we, we will. Thanks, Brad. Yeah, of course.